0: 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
1: Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health.
0: Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? I got to change the oil in my car right now. Get five quarts of Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic.
2: Welcome back. This is hour number three of Beeson Live Bet tonight. Come to you from the Beeson Studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Femi Abbafe alongside Wes Reynolds. Still to come this hour. We have a little uh, Super Bowl discussion. Super Bowl odds. We got Super Bowl MVP. We'll also discuss the live betting recaps from what happened in the divisional weekend as uh, the NFL keeps chugging along. But in college hoops tonight. Kansas trying to hang in there against Baylor, but we do have a game in the mountain West as heading to overtime. Nevada was able, uh, I guess unable to go ahead and get the win there at the end of regulations. So we're all knotted up at 78 a piece here as we will play five extra minutes. Wes, as you continue to sweat out the end of the parlay Mm -hmm. that you have here.
3: Yeah. It looked like Nevada was going to have the ball. They overruled it and gave it to New Mm -hmm. Mexico. Jalen, how is at a three pointer at the buzzer? No good. so, 78 apiece here five minutes uh extra minutes up at the lawlor event center yeah so uh
2: we'll see how are you feeling with this uh, Nevada uh, team now? not
3: not great uh not great. To, to, to be honest with you i mean it, it's 50 50 here but i do feel like new mexico has been the better team in the second half
2: yeah it's one of those situations where sometimes the depth chart really starts to show itself in those extra minutes new as mexico, they hit the yeah. first
3: three here so 81 to 78 uh you know Lobos have been the better team in the second half. And now, uh, uh, Nevada, the shooting percentage has gone way down from where it was, uh, only three of 20 from the three tonight. And, uh, you know, because they can get a lot at the rim on New Mexico. But even in the second half, you know, they were shooting mid 50%. Now down to 49.2% are the Nevada Wolfpacks.
2: All right, well, we'll see how Nevada responds here. Tough shot. Whew, tough
3: Made shot. that three. Hasn't made hardly any of them tonight, but now 4-21 are the Wolfpack.
2: All right. Well, they're fired up. Maybe they can get some of that positive regression here in overtime. Uh, in Waco, Baylor's up 68-59, to currently laying 8.5 total, down to 143.5 as that game is kind of grinded to a halt there, but the Bears still in control uh, now in the under four media timeout. Uh, probably last chance for Kansas out of this timeout to to get any sort of a run.
3: Yeah, absolutely. They're down nine, <laughs> so uh, they got to – and and we know that every foul is now double bonus time uh, uh, for the uh, yeah. Baylor Bears. Uh, so, uh, Kansas Kansas having to really go deep into this roster night. Jalen Wilson, by the way, does have four fouls, Grady Dick with three. So, you know, self having to play, you know, only usually plays about mm-hmm. seven guys, having to play nine. We saw that. You know, they lost to Kansas State in that spot uh, last week in that overtime game. And just the the, the lack of depth is certainly concerning. And, uh, you know, Bay- Baylor's hit nine threes. Kansas has only hit five, and that's the difference in the game. Make or miss league <laughs> is what they say. It's, and it uh, it's it, it, it is. And in and, and Kansas, uh, I think, you know, not just the threes, but the thing that's really glaring is they've given up 15 offensive rebounds. And, and when it, when the team it's closed the gap a little bit, I think Baylor's only got like nine more shot attempts right now, but still they, they were having like 15 more shot attempts for most of them. So Kansas has gained a few offensive rebounds, but just kind of been out defended and out toughed a little bit. And that's not an easy
2: place to play where they're playing in in Waco. Like that's like that, that building is always on fire. Whenever Kansas comes to town, Like, like, like you said, they've won three straight against the Jayhawks in Waco uh, and trying to make it a fourth straight victory, but Kansas, I, maybe they have one last run in them. If, if they can get a, sh- a shot and a stop, then maybe things this, can start to turn their turn We're their seeing
3: way. something kind of uncanny here in Sacramento after the first quarter. By the way, we are finally done with the first quarter. Uh, 47 to 33 Kings with the lead. Kings, uh, wow. 73.9% from the floor, 17 to 23, 12 of 13 from three. Are the Sacramento Kings after the first quarter? Maybe that's what the betting market was uh, projecting. Yeah. Harrison Barnes <laughs> five of six, Keegan Murray three of three, Trey Lyles two of two, uh, Mitchell uh, uh, one of one, Malik Monk one of one. The only uh, have they okay, yeah, Barnes with the only miss, but he hit five of them. So yeah, all kind of threes here for both of these teams, or for uh, especially for the uh, Sacramento Kings, uh, forty-seven to thirty-three. So would you play
2: against that knowing that the regression is definitely coming? I mean cuz maybe they end up progressing to 60%, but they're not going to be 12 they're going to shoot 85-90% from 3. Mm-hmm. I don't think at least.
3: Yeah, I, I mean that, that'd probably be the only way you could play it cuz teams when they're hitting them, they'll fall in love with them. Yeah. And and then they'll
2: just continue to just throw up bricks there as a, wow, how how does that happen?
3: Yeah, Kansas just, Kansas just been a little off, you know, a little out of kilter. I think uh, the fouls against them have kind of played into their head a little bit. It's now a nine-point game, about 245 left to go. Grady Dick going to drive in for a layup. That is good. 70 to 63, 240 left to go. Kansas getting, now you, you got to get some stops and, you know, maybe maybe force a turnover. You see Kansas uh, with that token pressure here uh, trying to force Baylor, and Baylor almost turned it over there. but. Yeah. That that's basically what they have to do. They have to find a way to get a couple extra possessions here.
2: Well, seventy, well, wow. yeah. one field goal. In yeah, the last and seven Baylor and a half has kept Baylor. this
3: lead at seven points. Uh, you know, largely because of, because of the fouling uh, with Kansas uh, in the double bonus is now uh, uh, Kansas had a run out there, but a, a smart foul given by Baylor here, McCuller shaken up for the Jayhawks.
2: So, seven point game. Kansas, I mean, it's still 210 left to go. Like, they could theoretically get back into this game, uh, but they got to start hitting some shots and then also getting stops uh, on the defensive end of the floor. But the spread and the total, those have been taken down over at DraftKings, at last posting the Jayhawks 10 to 1 on the money line here. Uh, But Nevada now trails by four in overtime, 140 left to go against number 25, New Mexico. Uh, The Lobos. At last posting, we're minus 540 on the money line. That's a steep, steep price to pay, in my opinion, for a game that's—I mean, it's only a four-point game with about minute 40 left to go in OT. That's still a lot can change with that, but uh, maybe the uh, the depth chart is really starting to show, like we talked about here for for New Mexico. Um, but McCuller at the line for the Jayhawks to try to cut this lead to five. He makes the first free throw, so now it's 70 to 64. 210 left to play uh, after a little bit of a shakeup of one of the, the Baylor guys is bleeding the lip <laughs> so it's a big 12 war Wes. Mm-hmm. We talking about these wars in the big 12 and that's what's that's what it's been
3: yeah uh two possession game though now with 210 left to go so despite everything that's seemingly gone against kansas tonight 10 to run in the last 238 as uh baylor gonna be forced to take a time out there i believe uh they'll have one more remaining after this one but uh you know, Kansas somehow, some way, just down five and uh, see if they can not only steal, you know, steal a cover at least, but perhaps a win.
2: You know, that's my mistake. I should have called it a, a Big 12 uh, steel cage match, mm-hmm. given that tonight they're honoring Monday Night Raw. They're the 30th the, uh, anniversary. Yeah,
3: the 30th anniversary. Uh, yeah. Just following on the uh, Twitter machine. Uh biker taker apparently made a return biker undertaker yeah. that that's kind of how he dresses now anyway <laughs> in real life so 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 not much of a gimmick there necessarily he's just playing himself no, now not, finally
2: yeah, now he's now he's just able to play him so he doesn't have to be the dead man one no
3: he no he doesn't uh, uh so uh yeah he came yeah. out the the, the, yeah. the american badass uh, yeah. the old song he came out to it
2: uh, who else is supposed to make, are they supposed to have some other guys making an appearance? I know some or?
3: of the, I know, like, like, I think Flair was there, okay. and I think uh, Shawn Michaels, and Heartbreak kid. a few others, uh, uh, Brock Lesnar has apparently returned just in time for the Royal Rumble. Funny oh, how that works.
4: Yeah. I like that, that... Brock
3: Lesnar schedule, man, where you only can work like limited appearances. Can we get that schedule? <laughs> we 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 come back for a Super Bowl. Football week. season is WrestleMania season for you, yes. and then we go off to the summertime. You're like, okay, don't call me. <laughs> See you in August. No, <laughs> don't call me in the summer.
2: No, it is funny. Just show up for Royal Rumble and show up for WrestleMania. I guess mm-hmm. is what you want to do. It's a nice. Like, that's a nice deal if you can get it. It's a hell of a deal for Brock Lesnar um but i'll have to go home and watch that the
3: the, the 30th i'm not as dialed in as wes's with
2: the uh, today i i haven't Vim been i haven't B. been
3: able to i haven't really watched uh, a lot lately i've had yeah. to like read recaps but i'm always like oh, i'll just watch it on the stream then i'm like yeah it's a three-hour show yeah it's a long you know day. do i really want to watch show. it
2: because it used to be two hours back in the day yeah and now they're three-hour shows so i don't i don't know what's going on with that but um since since they're bringing back some old folks, uh, I'll have to go ahead and watch that. I remember because I, 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 I dvr the uh, when they brought when DX had their millionth reunion. Yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> not, I know. Not, not, not too long ago. insufferable. Not too long ago, but like like those those are the guys I grew up with, you know. So it's like a, it's even if they if they've done it 17 billion times, I'm always gonna watch it. Cause and nostalgia
3: nostalgia always gets pops. It always wins
2: out, man, and and it'll always get a pop because those of us that that watched it when the WWE or WWF was what it was called back then when they were making their ascendance into pop culture. It was Mm -hmm. during that attitude era when those guys were so damn popular. So uh, I'll I'll give, I'll give it a run. Another
3: offensive rebound given up by Kansas. Actually a couple, there are 16 offensive rebounds for Baylor. When they look at that box score in the locker room, that's what they're going to see.
2: Yeah, that's that's brutal, man. Got to clean the glass if you're the Jayhawks. So Baylor calls timeout 136 left to go it's a five point game in waco kansas is going to need to stop but they keep they keep giving up uh the boards on the glass there so uh it's not it's not ideal here for the jayhawks and trying to make a comeback also nevada up against it as well 87 82 new mexico leads and they have the basketball here uh so we'll see if oh wow looks like that's gonna be nevada ball i believe.
3: I believe yeah. so yeah 10, 107 left to go 87 to 82 so must score possession for alford and the wolf pack
2: all right, Well, we'll see if they can get this thing to three maybe or perhaps two with a three-pointer here in the extra period but we'll keep our eyes on both these college basketball games and update you on what's going on in the nba but also on the other side we'll begin our recap of the NFL Divisional Week and some of the live betting swings, wins, losses, and lessons learned in the national football.
4: Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game.
3: tonight with family of mfa and west reynolds live from the circus Sportsbook on VCN, the sports betting network hey,
2: if you're looking for a betting edge on football's big game the vsin experts have you covered become a vsin pro subscriber with an introductory offer of only 9.99 vsin pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by vsin show hosts and guests tools like our betting splits Deep dive betting reports, VCN betting guides for the biggest games of the season where our experts break down brackets, best bets, and all the big game props. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit vison.com slash subscribe today to sign up for only $9.99. That's V-S-I-N slash subscribe. Welcome back. This is Vison Live Bet Tonight. Family Bepfe alongside Wes Reynolds here at the Circa Resort and Casino. Uh looks like Kansas might be heading towards a third consecutive loss as they trail seventy-five sixty-seven against Baylor. But uh, what's going on in Reno has also caught our attention as New Mexico was mentioned it heading to break a little up against it, and now we're tied up at eighty-seven in overtime with two point five. And jump ball go.
3: called here. Uh, I believe I believe it's Nevada basketball. I, I didn't see who had the uh, possession there. I think Nevada does have the arrow. So uh, uh, jump ball called uh, 87 apiece, 2.7 left to go. New Mexico did have a five-point lead. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wolfpack now back as uh, we're monitoring these two late games here. Kansas, uh, Grady Dick hits two, 75 to 75-69, to 14.9 seconds left to go. Tough to see the Jayhawks uh, coming back here as uh, they'll take Dick out, I believe, uh, for defense and as to uh, not give him a foul. Uh, Baylor, by the way, twenty and twenty-five from the line tonight. Kansas, sixteen to sixteen from their part, but but they but they but they've got a foul here and they can't get it. They can't get one. I mean, what are they doing? I I, I guess Bill. I guess Bill Self so uh, told him them not to do it. That. So uh, seventy-five to sixty-nine. That's going to be your final score. Favorite Ooh. in the under. Go ahead and get there, as, uh <laughs>
2: That went off the front row of the rim there for Nevada. Would have been like a sixty-five footer at the plus. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, double overtime at the uh, Lawler Event Center, all tied at 87. Uh, at least from Re- Reynolds rule, first to 100 wins. I of course steal that from Ralph Lawler, the longtime uh, voice of the Los Angeles Clippers, former voice, I should say. Uh, Baylor gets the win now. I believe uh, they were 0 3 to start in the Big 12. I, I I think this is I think this is now five in a row yeah, five for the Baylor Bears now. and. Uh, And uh, now uh, 0-3 Kansas in their last three games. Kansas, by the way, goes to Kentucky for that Big 12 SEC challenge on Saturday. Baylor will host Arkansas.
2: It it could be a tough week for for Kansas. Because you know Kentucky's going to come in motivated. Mm -hmm. There's a couple of blue blood programs there, Kansas and Kentucky. And and Kentucky's trying to find quality wins on their own right. I mean, they're right there on the bubble right now. And we talked about that in the first hour about how, like, These teams that are on the bubble, you don't necessarily always want to play on them because the odds makers who set these numbers, they know that the teams are on the bubble as well. So they're going to put in a little bit of a bubble tax, but that might be a buzzsaw a Rupp Arena for that Kansas enters into. And maybe if Kentucky feels that this is a vulnerable Kansas team, uh, do I dare even think that Kansas could lose four straight games?
3: And, you know, maybe they can. I, I didn't think they were going to lose a third and they did tonight, but. Baylor, uh, Baylor gets a win. Baylor just much better on the offensive glass, and that's basically what the story of the game was. L.J. Grier obviously hit a lot of big shots, most of them in the first half. Uh, as they are uh, now showing on television, because uh, I believe one of our listeners, Ian McDonald, wanted us to give a shout-out that uh, uh, Trenton Masner, the highest-scoring game of uh, the season here in Division One basketball, oh, 46 for the uh, Western Illinois Leathernecks. As they defeat North Dakota in Summit League action tonight,
2: a yeah, heck of a performance there. Forty-six points ties the most points scored in a Division One game this season. So, uh, big night there for uh, master and the Western Illinois Leathernecks as they go ahead and get the victory. Um, so nice to see those guys get a little bit of a
3: absolutely a little,
2: a little bit of a, a, a of a of a light shine because it typically it's a lot of focus on the big six programs or the big six uh, conferences in college basketball. But uh, it's in double OT in the Mountain West between Nevada and New Mexico. Lobo's up 89 to 87 there, about 445. So they just got that second overtime started. We'll keep our eyes on that one. But Wes, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about some of these NFL games we saw this weekend here from a live betting standpoint. And, and I think this is – it's a fun exercise to kind of discuss the the wins the losses and the lessons learned from live betting because in the first game i mean talk about a live betting curveball that we got there in jaguars chiefs starts out kind of how we all think chiefs look really nice on their on their first possession they go down the field score a touchdown but then late in the first quarter patrick mahomes suffers the high ankle sprain and instantly the gears start churning for me from a live betting perspective I'm thinking okay how can I attack this here and, and not in like a callous way like injuries happen on the football field like it just it happens markets are up you can either bet into them or not and, and I decided I was like hey let me go ahead and bet into this and see if you know make a valuable bet right and at the t- like w- they went to commercial break after the injury and I put a, like a half unit on jag's money line at three to one because I thought I was like all right Jacksonville is a lot more live then three to one is indicating because I felt that with Mahomes compromise, compromised, maybe their defense can get some stops and if the Jaguars can execute. They can maybe make this a tight game to where they could have the ball down by four with a chance to win it late. Like who knows how this game plays out. So I played a little bit of Jags on the money line at three to one. Now I didn't play cause there was like 10 to like, like plus 10 and a half or so on the spread uh, at the time of the injury. And I was like, ah, do I want to play that? I was like, yeah, let me just go for the like, – let's go for broke here and try to play the extreme price. Mm-hmm. And, and obviously I regret that given that Jacksonville ended up sneaking through that back door there. But I, I think it's interesting. Like when these situations happen, especially to key players in games and nobody more important to any team in the league than Patrick Mahomes to the Kansas City Chiefs, if you see that player get hurt, what do you do? And I feel like that's a conversation that we kind of have sometimes with these injuries like before games. But when they, they happen in the end game – you don't have a whole lot of time to react and make a decision.
3: No, absolutely not. Uh, You know, you go with the ebb and flow. And obviously, it's not just when you see these live bets moving and these numbers moving. It's not Mm -hmm. just, you know, moving on action. They can move on air. You know, it's the same thing with, you know, pregame wagers, live betting wagers, they can move on air too, Mm -hmm. knowing if you get somebody it's like, oh, my God, there's an injury here and it's like a desperate situation, they know that you want to bet it. So they're not, especially in games like these, they're going to be watching it, I think, at least a little bit more closely than they were like on a normal, you know, Tuesday night in the summer for baseball. They're going to watch NFL live betting a lot more closely.
2: Yeah, no, they they 100% watch it a lot more closely. But I just think that uh, in that situation, it's you really don't have a a long window to kind of make a decision. You kind of have to... like be kicking these ideas around in your head beforehand to Mm -hmm. where you can, when they present themselves, that you can execute and do whatever it is that you want to do. Now, I played a little bit of Jags also second half. I ended up pushing on that one. Uh, I believe they ended up playing for them to be plus seven. They ended up going ahead and losing by seven um, in in, in the game. But it's just – I obviously regret not taking the 10.5 or 11.5, whatever the number ended up being, and then playing that money line there. And I think that that's just – Sometimes you don't have to do, like, the most aggressive thing because Chad Henney is an experienced backup. And in that instance, I probably should have been like, all right, let me just play this to be a close game versus let me play Jacksonville, who is an inexperienced team and I should have known, wouldn't have been able to, I guess, take advantage of a compromised Mahomes. I think an experienced team beats Kansas City in that game. But because Jacksonville hadn't really been to this part of the playoffs, they kind of let a pretty prime opportunity slip through their fingers.
3: And, and I mean, you can kind of tell to, you know, through the total, my, my pre-flop bet actually was the under 53 Mm. and it did get there on this game, even though, uh, you know, Kansas city cashed their part of America's teaser. But when Kansas city gets a lead, they're actually not an easy, even though Jacksonville did cut it to the one score late, mm-hmm. they're not an easy team to come back on. No. Because Kansas City, they, they had that long drive, I believe, in, 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 the, in the fourth quarter, you know, that essentially put the game away. And Kansas City, when they get lead, and I, I talked about it with Reed, you know, almost 70% to the under when he's a favorite mm-hmm. of seven or more at home, and that's what you really saw. I, I think Jacksonville, you know, the Chiefs weren't going to go chargering necessarily you know. they were going to take care of the football and not make mistakes and you know good credit to their offensive staff adjusting on the fly where it's like we know Mahomes is hurt so you know we got to call a little bit of a different game plan and that's why Andy Reid's won a Super Bowl and uh is one game away from going to another one
2: and I think spinning it forward to Sunday and we'll talk more about this later right. on in the week but The Mahomes injury is going to be what everybody talks about all week long, and rightfully so. He's going to be the MVP, and he is definitely compromised with that high ankle sprain. Start thinking now about what you want to do Sunday afternoon or Sunday evening, depending on which side of the country that you live on. If Mahomes looks uh, good, if Mm -hmm. he looks like he can move around a little bit, how do you attack it then? Or if Mahomes looks really compromised, Do you lay a Cincinnati three-and-a-half in-game or Cincinnati six-and-a-half in-game? These are things that you got to start thinking about right now because that's what's going to happen coming on Sunday that we're going to learn more about this injury and how he's doing a week after suffering it this past weekend against the Jaguars. We'll be back with more NFL discussion as well, get you caught up on the interview, or the overtime, I should say, in Reno right now between New Mexico and Nevada.
3: live bet tonight with family of and west reynolds live from the circus sportsbook on v the sports betting network
2: football fans with conference championships this weekend it is time to check out bet river you can win up to ten thousand dollars in bonus money instantly By playing our exclusive BetRivers Squares this football season. Place a $10 or more in qualifying bets, and you get a square on the house. If the numbers on your square match the final score of the game, you win. Restrictions on qualifying wagers, eligible bonus, and credit use. Full terms and conditions available at BetRiversSquares.com. Welcome back. It's Vston Live Bet Tonight. Femi and alongside Wes Reynolds. Wes, you a big Squares guy?
3: Uh... I'm not a fan of squares usually, uh, but I guess for Super Bowl squares, those are the only squares I like in terms of gambling. No, no squares allowed. (laughs) Only razors on this program. He said it is not hip to be a square. It is not. Shove it, Huey Lewis. Yes, (laughs) yes, Huey, you were wrong, wrong. Even though I did like a few of those tracks. Uh, Hip to be a square. Now now you brought up Huey Lewis. Now I got to do like the American Psycho movie reference. Exactly. I. I always thought his early work was a little too new way for my taste. <laughs> but when sports came out, it's it's like this great monologue this guy is, does, it the it Christian Bale who yes. plays the Patrick Bateman character yeah. before he like takes an axe to poor Jared Leto. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that, <laughs> that, that. by the way, uh, re- that book by Bret Easton Ellis, American mm-hmm. Psycho, which that movie was based on, really good read, if you ever uh, want to read a, that. I never read the
2: book. I watched the movie and i'm a fan of the movie the book i don't know i don't know if i would do well with like graphic and gory like literature yeah i don't think that's for me if it's gonna be like that genre show it to me in like an hour 45 minutes or two hours max Mm -hmm. like i don't know if i I don't know if i want to read it over the course of like a long time but uh, I would imagine that the book is good, because, I mean, the movie is, is really good. Well,
3: I mean, just that quote from the Christian Bale character, it, it's, like, right out of, like, a New York Times album yes. review or something. Yes. But when sports came out in 83, I think they really came into their own commercially and artistically. Their whole <laughs> album has a clear, crisp sound and a new sheen of consummate professionalism that really gives the songs a big boost. He's been compared to Elvis Costello, but I think Huey has a more bitter... cynical sense of humor it's i I butchered that a little bit
2: no but i mean i mean you you nailed most of it and and for those of you who have not seen the movie it's a fantastic movie now right before uh, right after he says all that then and then then
3: and then he chops poor jared leto into a million pieces and says try getting a reservation at dorcia Dorcia
2: now you something
3: you blankety blank (laughs) yeah we'll leave it at that (laughs) yep uh excuse excuse us as we have
2: to go return some videotapes yes uh right now though it Double OT between the New Mexico and Nevada. This is the game that'll never end because neither team is good enough to pull away from the other. And I say that in the most. Boy, kind if way you're possible.
3: Nevada, you were awfully risky there to pick up a foul. Yeah. Timeout on the floor. Last timeout for New Mexico. 94 apiece, 16.3 left to go. These kids are probably just exhausted. The, Re- the Reynolds rule or Lawler's Law might be in place here if we go to a third overtime, first to 100 wins. I mean, we might be there. Uh, Boy, there was a scramble for the loose ball. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. There, there was a little bit of an elbow there to the mush. I don't know. Uh, I'd have to see that if that was a little bit of a flop. But there was no foul call. Yeah. I was like, is that something that. And there were probably about oh, three or four fouls. Buddy. Yeah, well, now they're reviewing. Well, Got to go to the monitor. Yeah, they're, they're going to review yeah. this to they're see. They're going if... to bring
2: the third official now. I'd say he break the tie. So this could end up being like a flagrant foul on New Mexico, I would imagine, right?
3: Yeah, you would think so. I, uh, does he does he catch him? I mean, he flops. Yeah, I think he does too. <laughs> yeah, like
2: he does, I think he makes contact, but like it's such a delayed yeah reaction. Like
3: like he, like D- he gets did,
2: contacted and he, he registers and he's like, oh, I should fall down. Yeah,
3: this guy could have. They had a timeout. <laughs> like they shot. did have a timeout, by the way, that they could have called when he had the ball. It was Morris Udizi that got the rebound. There was about. 16 seconds left to go. The officials are going to look at this and uh, we don't, we don't have the audio up, unfortunately. So uh, we will see, I think, and, and look, I've got Reno to close out that money line parlay. I think that that was a flop. Could be a technical that, that, that gets called there by the way. But while we're waiting for that, I believe we are now officially at halftime uh, in uh, Sacramento, a lot lower scoring Here in the uh, second quarter, it was 47 to 34, Kings in the first quarter. Memphis has cut that 28 to 19 in the second, so now 66 to 61. Kings three-point percentage did regress. They were 12 of 13 in the first half, just one in or first quarter, just one of nine in the second quarter.
2: I mean, that was bound to happen. Like 12 of 13 is just not like that's not real life. Yeah, I mean, and look, (laughs) they're
3: gonna they're gonna keep taking them. That's the uh, name of the game here. We'll see if a flagrant one is gonna be called on you doozy. Uh I'm trying to judge with no audio here, Judge Richard Petino's reaction to see what in fact that this call is going to be. He don't, he don't be. look
2: happy. So yeah,
3: I, I think I think they're gonna they're gonna call that elbow, I think, uh as I'm as I'm watching this as we are uh uh discussing. But yeah, yeah, I think that that has been called. I think that wow. that has been called a flagrant one on on Udoozy. Uh so uh, you know, and and oh, they so, did so Patino
2: said that he called timeout is what he's young. yeah
3: yeah so i mean if they're going to call that flagrant i would think that they have to credit new mexico with that timeout you would think cuz they would lose their timeout and get the flagrant called uh, against them here by the way to reset this this is 94 apiece new mexico at nevada up at the lawler event center so We'll see what it, what it what has in fact been called oh, here yeah, he is, is uh, he is not happy. No, uh, yeah, I think I I think that uh, yeah I, there was a there was a little bit of like initial contact. Yep. But it didn't seem like it was swinging. No. It Just seemed like it was kind of inadvertent. And then man, it was like that was like the sniper up in the rafters or something is what it was because he went down. Very, very easily. Uh, yes. You know. Now, now they didn't call the first foul too because I, I think Nevada committed a couple fouls on that play. It looked like they committed at least Like they, three. They, they were reaching here, and they, and they did not call it. So, uh, uh, we will see uh, what happens here. Uh, as, yeah, uh,
2: that's. I mean, the delayed reaction on the flop was. It's just, yeah. It's something else to be quite on. Yeah, like, like yeah, he, this is. He, like he gets hit. It like he got hit. in his brain and then he goes and then, down and then he goes down. yeah because because he did get hit in the mush yeah here. he got hit and then now he's gonna shoot some free throws it appears so big break here for the Wolfpack, to be quite honest I mean I don't I don't know if it was I mean he, he got hit so I guess it's justified but yeah uh, so a, so, a so now, now they
3: got a, now they got a couple foul shots here see if they go ahead and hit him mm, this is the first and he one. does miss the first 94 a piece here.
2: Oh, is, is is
3: the ball telling truths
2: here? He makes the second. Half truth. Half truth. Yep.
3: Yeah. Ninety five to ninety four. Sixteen point three left to go at the uh, Lawler Event Center, New Mexico. Of course, uh, just got ranked uh, yet again. They are eighteen and two. By the way, this is Nevada ball. Now, New Mexico can try to go for the quick steal on the first pass, but then they'll have to foul.
2: Yeah, I, I think that's what they opt to do there. Uh, if Nevada can get the ball in bounds, and
3: they which do. they do, and uh, they get it to the big guy, Baker, who is going to be fouled immediately. Baker, uh, Baker's been the main man for, for Nevada tonight, 26 points, 12 of 17 shooting in the lead and in the game when we were kind of given our, our initial read, mm-hmm. we mentioned New Mexico at the rim, arguably the worst defense in the mountain West conference. And, uh, 50 there, Joey Baker has been, or excuse me, will Baker rather has been eaten at the rim. He's a hell of a free throw shooter. Very so. rare you see a big guy shoot 86%. Because
2: uh, like they, they, they gave him the ball. I was like, are they sure they want him to have the basket? I know.
3: Usually, usually you want your big guy like practically in the dressing room. You yeah. don't want him anywhere near this ball. He does hit the first. so and They might not have a better free throw shooter. 96 him. to 94. We'll see if he can uh, go ahead and hit the second. Uh, Mexico, by the way, out of timeout. So they, they will definitely have to go here. As Baker is going to hit the second. There it is, ninety-seven, yeah. ninety-four. Both now, what is does uh, nice. Steve Alford elected do? I think fourteen point nine. It's really early to like foul on a three. Yeah,
2: because I think they're just going to try to go and get a two pointer to maybe extend the game. Oh, it looks like they're looking for the three. Yeah, they're
3: yeah, yeah they're, 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 they're yeah they're three good. hunting here. Uh, you uh, had a chance maybe, oh, maybe man, to kind of yeah. give them a little bit of a what bump. What
2: is that?
3: Throws it up and Nevada is going to get the win in double overtime, ninety-seven and ninety-four. Depending on your number, yeah. this was mostly three and a half in the market. I think our buddies at the South Point, uh, and South, the Southern Command as we call it, <laughs> uh, Nevada was minus four at the South Point, but it was three and a half. But you had a chance to weigh the early number, and, th- and that's why on these favorites. I'm usually going money line. Worked yeah. in the Virginia Tech game, works here, even though I did have it parlayed with uh, Southern in the SWAC.
2: Also, I mean, maybe a round of applause here for the Lobos, being an underdog that survived two overtimes.
3: Mm-hmm. I mean I know they did did not go to die they went to purgatory yeah the Lobos survived two OTs they got a reprieve if you took the number but huge win for the Wolfpack though to go six and two and that's kind of finally the signature win that they need Mount West is at least getting three teams I think this year
2: maybe a fourth could be maybe also uh, how do we feel about the favorite storm in the court (laughs)
3: I'm an old guy, so I hate all that garbage.
2: We'll wrap up the show on the other side. We will get to the divisional round recaps in the last segment here on Visa and Live Bet tonight.
4: Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble.
3: Zigazoo, the
4: world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today.
3: This is VSIN Live Bet Tonight with Femi Ababafe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network.
2: Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VEASAN.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? Well, the betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way. VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. So check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. He's Wes Reynolds. I'm Femi Abebefe. We're hanging out at the Circa Resort and Casino. Uh, we are final in Reno. as the uh, Nevada goes ahead and beats New Mexico. They're storming the court. That was the result that happened just as we were heading to break 97-94. New Mexico covers. The game goes over the total, clearly with it being 97 But Nevada gets a big, big win over the 25th-ranked team in the country. And uh, right now at halftime in Sacramento, to pivot to the NBA, Kings are up sixty six sixty one against the Grizzlies, and they're currently laying one in the second half market total one twenty four and a half.
3: Yeah, so uh, this, uh, yeah, this you talked about this did go up to uh, four. Uh, hmm. Did it close four, or four and a half? I believe it. I, I think it was four. Four was much. A close. Some
2: places had four and a half, but four
3: yeah, yeah. So you know, essentially, I mean, the time obviously to get on the Grizzlies was, was, was earlier, but uh, you know. You look at the at the uh, at the rebounding right now. Uh, Twenty six to seventeen for the Sacramento Kings. Uh, score slowing, scored down in the second half. First quarter was just ridiculous. I remember, and this was maybe several years ago, seven eight years ago, when I would actually bet first quarter unders, and and <laughs> actually win more than I lost. You can't do that anymore. It's a risky proposition. No, you man. can't. Like that's why all these people are betting these first quarter, uh, you know, overs and and getting there rightfully so. But that's when the totals, too, were like, you know, you had totals less than 200. You know, you had totals mm-hmm. that were in the high 180s, low to mid 190s, and now, you know, what was the lowest total on the board tonight? I think it was like 229 free game. So, you know, it's, it's a different game. It's pace and space now. So uh, uh, we shall see here uh, what we what we have still going, at least in the Kings game is Sabonis on the pro over 41 and a half. Mm-hmm. He ended the first half with 20, just six points, but six assists, eight rebounds. Looks like he is at least heading for a triple-double yet again. Yeah, let's keep it going there. But needs, but needs to make some shots, and, you know, some of these chuckers mm-hmm. on the Kings. Feed the big guy.
2: Yeah, might, might be tricky, but uh, I, think, I think the big guy will get it done. The Lithuanian lasagna? Lithuanian lasagna. is what Shaq calls him. So, uh, yeah, I have, I have, I have faith. In Lithuanian lasagna, that he will get it done. Um, seven and a half minutes left here in the program. Wanted to get to the other three games from divisional weekend and some of the live betting, wins, losses, and lessons. I, I thought I thought it was a pretty straightforward proposition Saturday night mm-hmm. with the Eagles and Giants, and it was one that I got involved with. Once the Eagles got out such a big lead heading into the locker room, it was clear. Like, I was like, second half under. <laughs> I, I just played under 21 and and i'm sure there's a there's a scenario in which that goes over if the eagles decided to actually continue to put the pedal to the metal or if the giants were able to kind of capitalize on some things but just how that game was playing out philly was just so much better and you knew the giants weren't going to get anything going now that they had to just make it a drop back pass game to me under 21 they're like i bet it and I felt good about it when I placed the bet. And the way the game played out, I was like, all right, let me just collect some more money here in addition to laying seven with the Eagles and let's move on with the night.
3: Yeah. I mean, you knew how this was going to go. Once the Eagles had command that they were going to run the ball. Uh, uh, interesting movement too, on a prop, uh, mm-hmm. you know, keeping in mind, I know we talk live betting, obviously sides and totals, but some of these props, one I was looking at was uh, Jalen hurts over his rush attempts. I think you could have laid, laid big juice on it and gone over the eight and a half. I think he had nine rushing attempts, I believe. It moved to nine and a half. These props, man, even on these props, Femi, these numbers are tight. Yeah. These are real tight because it looked like, okay, on a rush attempt, he'll come back in and he'll take a knee, and that counts as a rush attempt. Now, you lose yardage, but that counts as a rush attempt. Because yeah. it's like rush for loss for of one yards, you know he takes a <laughs> knee because he took one at the end of the first half. That's something you got definitely got to look at here when these numbers move on these props. These numbers move fast on some of these yardage props are like especially these rush attempts because what happened at the end of the game? The game was so far out of hand, you know maybe if it was like twenty four to 7, mm-hmm. 27 to seven, they might have put him back in to finish the game. Minshew mania finished the game, yeah. so if you laid over nine and a half rush attempts. Bad beat for you, and you know it played out like you said. I think second half it was gonna go under. Yeah, you just knew, you know. And 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 I wish I wish I would have had more of my convictions too, because that that's one thing that's a tip for betters out there: stick with your convictions. Usually, your first conviction is your right one, because I felt that this was a layout job for Philadelphia. And I cowered out and used a money line parlay instead of just buying down to seven or just laying the point spread. I was like, that's an easy winner that I liked all week that I didn't end up betting. So stick with your first instinct more often than not. Well, I
2: think that ties into the next game. And that was the Bengals-Bills game. Now, this wasn't a game that I had strong convictions about going into it because we talked about it Friday. of saying, hey, if you realize that Cincinnati's offensive line is not going to have problems... The Bengals are more than live. But if they do have problems, the Bills might run away with this in a laugher. And within that first possession, I said, damn it, Cincinnati's going to win this game. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's it, it just the way it played out. And I was like, all right, well, hopefully Buffalo can score. And I can maybe get a pre-flop number from a live betting perspective. But then, once Cincinnati gets out to the multiple score lead, I ended up pivoting to Buffalo somehow and ended up making a mess of this whole thing. Like, like I took Buffalo, I laid six and a half in at halftime, so I laid six and a half minus 120 in the second half, which is pretty much Bills plus three and a half for the game, thinking that, okay, I think Buffalo can get back into the game. I don't think they win, but I think it's going to be close. So I go from the convictions being if the Cincinnati can block, they're going to win the game, to, well, let me bet Buffalo, because now the number has gotten away from me. It's I think it's also a lesson of sometimes, and I get – into my own head of like all right well I want to back a team to come back like a team that's a dog to come back right sometimes maybe laying six and a half or seven and a half with a favorite in game is the best way to go about and I think for myself I got to remind myself about that as a lesson to be learned from that experience
3: yeah and and uh, I mean my lesson too is okay when you know that you're that if you have a side that you like going in and you know it's not going to get there don't be afraid to uh, you know, don't be afraid to buy out if you were if you were on the bills and and look up. I mean, they, you could just tell that they were all out of kilter immediately. Yeah. Like like right out of the get go. There there was something not right with this team. They were just way off. Now, my handicap going in and I think it was logical. Like sometimes you get something that's really logical and makes sense, mm-hmm. but doesn't end up right. You know, and it's going to happen. And then sometimes things that don't make sense, you know, you end up winning. Win. So it works both ways, really. But I thought, okay, Buffalo got their scare. Buffalo, you know, they messed around with Miami. They thought it was going to be easy. And then Miami had a chance. So it's like, okay, refocus, fellas. We're the Buffalo Bills. We're supposed to be here. Refocus. And they didn't. Yeah,
2: They, didn't have they
3: absolutely didn't. Cincinnati was just better. And, and another thing to kind of look at, too, is that Narratives get baked in. We knew Cincinnati's offensive line was hurting. They pummeled the Bills in the running game, pummeled them. Mm -hmm. Buffalo got no pressure with their front four. They were getting pushed backwards. The Buffalo defensive line was probably the most disappointing position unit. Maybe the Dallas Cowboys quarterback position, too. But the (laughs) Buffalo defensive line... I thought was the most disappointing unit of any team in the playoffs this weekend. Just uh, a very disappointing end of their
2: season. Uh, Super Bowl favorite that crashes out at home as a six-point favorite, and you lose by 17. Like that's that's going to be a long offseason for the Bills. It'll be a long offseason for the Dallas Cowboys as well, as they fell to the Niners 19-12. to 12. It, From a live bank perspective, because I ended up betting the second half in this game, so I had Cowboys plus four heading in. I had a little bit of Cowboys money line. And I actually took Cowboys money line at second half as well. Mm -hmm. I was really convinced. I think it was until Dallas punted
3: with the game nine, nine, they punted it back to San
2: Francisco all the way up until that point. That's the punt that that nobody's
3: talking about. Everybody's talking about the one, of course, you know, near the two minute warning. Yeah. Which I still don't think he should have done, but I don't think, I think But Mike goes. McCarthy, you know, it wasn't just all on McCarthy. It was, it was, it was no. on the quarterback there. Yeah. But yeah, I still don't think I don't, I don't think you, you can't punt there. Yeah, you and just it, can't.
2: And I think for me that game, I think that's more of a loss versus a lesson learned because I would have still made that bet again. Yeah, I, I thought I had a decent side. Good bets Dallas, lose and bad yeah. bets win. Like through one half of play, despite Dallas trailing, I thought Dallas was better in the first half just from watching the game, but they didn't make the plays in the second half. They went home, and the Niners advanced, so that's how the cookie crumbles sometimes. You win some, you lose some, and then you learn along the way as well is what we try to do here on v Live Bet tonight, but that does it for us here on the show. Come up tomorrow. Our buddy Matt Grill will join us, so not Wednesday. He'll join us on Tuesday, Talk to farmers because we're going on Wednesday, Saturday schedule
3: for the what? Tour.
2: Farmers, what? <laughs> exactly. Wes is excited, can't you tell? I hope you're excited to join us tomorrow. For Wes Reynolds, I'm Femi Bebfe, for our producer Matt Santos, and the entire crew, we wish you all the best of luck. Greg Peterson experience coming up next.
4: Hey, Sarah, I loved that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool.